Hey, family, if you are new here and listening to older episodes, we've made some changes. We rebranded and changed the name of the Abundant Living Podcast to Wealth and Wisdom Together with Wesleya and Willa. You're in the right place and we're glad you are listening. So enjoy this episode. What would you do to protect your reputation out on the street? Now, you know you got to do it. You got to protect yourself. Just like you safeguard your reputation, your personal reputation, you also have to safeguard your credit reputation. Join us on this episode of the Abundant Living Podcast as we discuss your credit reputation. Welcome to the Abundant Living Podcast. I am Wesleya Echoes. And I am Willa Williams. And we are the co-founders of Trinity Financial Coaching. We host a community of Christian professional women who are guided by the principles found in Ecclesiastics chapter 7 verses 11 and 12, which says wisdom is better when paired with money, especially if you get both while you are still living. Double protection, wisdom and wealth. So every week, we have conversations to energize you, our wealth partners, to manage money confidently, live life purposefully, and build wealth intentionally. We invite you to subscribe, rate, review, and share the Abundant Living Podcast with all your friends and family. Hey, wealth partners, welcome to another episode of the Abundant Living Podcast. I love what Willis said. What would you do to protect your rep? Mm, mm, mm. I know that if there was some bad things going on around in these streets about me, I'd be trying to do whatever I could to not have my reputation damaged or defiled. And when you realize that your credit is basically your reputation and that it goes before you for you in many instances, Mm -hmm. are you willing to do what you need to do in order to protect it? Do you want someone to look at that number and make assumptions about who you are, your character, your financial management, your money managing skills, they come up with some assumptions about you based on your credit score. So this is why we talk about knowing your credit reputation. One of the things that has come up in our research, especially when we start researching like What are the challenges that high earning millennials are having? A few things came up as it relates to credit. Mm -hmm. One report said that high earning millennials take advantage of easy credit. Or should I say they take too much advantage of easy credit. (laughs) Also, they let credit card debt pile up Mm -hmm. and they ignore their credit score. Now for me, when I was in my credit pitfall, I did not have a major credit card. I had credit cards for my favorite stores. (laughs) (laughs) And I over stores, stores. And I overextended myself because I had 
a Nordstrom's, a Macy's, you know, stores, <laughs> not a Visa, MasterCard stores. You know, we talk to our younger selves. So when we are talking to you, our listeners, we see you as our younger selves and we try to help you not fall into the same pitfalls that we did financially. Try to use credit responsibly, but trying to take advantage of the points and the rewards and charging everyday expenses. The everyday expenses that we (laughs) typically would be paying cash for so that we can get these points. And then we forget that we need to pay it off, but we're trying to use it responsibly or we are using credit as an emergency fund or we use credit to take care of expenses when we have overextended our lifestyle. Hmm. So we're going to get into the faith focus, but we're going to help you today protect, build or rebuild your credit reputation. So let's take a look at our faith focus for today. Proverbs 22 and 1 in the Good News Translation says simply, if you have to choose between a good reputation and great wealth, choose a good reputation. And today we're going to share ways that allow you to have both a good reputation and great wealth allow you to see how you can build your wealth and maintain that reputation. It's also going to show you that when you do this, you gain access to many opportunities in the marketplace that would not be available to you if you did not have a positive credit reputation. Now, When you're trying to gain access, think about who you go to to do so. Lenders, bankers, employers. (laughs) Yeah. Now that insurance agents. Almost everybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Almost everybody. They bet you by looking at your credit score, your credit history, your credit profile Mm -hmm. the whole thing and that's how they see if or not they can trust you by providing credit to you and knowing assuming that you will repay them that's why you want to see a positive credit reputation a good credit reputation will provide a positive light in the mind of those persons that you will be going to for credit access which provides opportunity and open windows for you to continue building and build more. The root word of credit in the historical context is trust, credo, Mm -hmm. trust, Mm -hmm. or value and worth. Mm -hmm. So is your credit reputation helping or Mm -hmm. is it hindering? Mm -hmm. That's why we said in the opening, we have to be in a position to protect our credit reputation just as you would safeguard your personal reputation. You don't want anyone thinking bad about you based upon one little snippet of information. And unfortunately, that's what happens. Assumptions are made based upon your credit score and or your credit report. So we talked about things that we want to share with you to help you maintain a positive credit report. 
The first thing we want to do is open up your mind. Now, hear me now. Hear me. Credit can be an asset. Oh, yeah. And we had to rethink (laughs) this process because we honestly were trained. We were trained through Dave Ramsey. I mean, Mm -hmm. we're not going to let's call a duck a duck. So we were trained (laughs) through Dave Ramsey and we Mm -hmm. did at one point walk under the whole credit card is bad and cash is king and, Mm -hmm. you know, yada, yada, yada. We honestly resonated with that principle. So we understood the concept behind it. However, credit has its place. It does. And so our renewed thought about credit is Mm -hmm. credit can be an asset credit can be used responsibly yes your good credit can be an asset it's actually most of the time the foundational asset in a household it actually can be that now access to credit really does matter Mm -hmm. your credit reputation is important Because your assets matter. And your credit reputation really can be the key to you achieving your financial stability. It can. Because if you don't have access and opportunity generated by your credit, you may not be able to attain the stability that you're seeking. Mm-hmm. You may not be able to get that nice place that you want to rent or definitely that house mortgage that you want to buy. And your credit re- reputation is also key for employment. Yes, they're not looking at your credit score, but they're looking at your history. They want to know, are you reliable? Do you show up? Do you pay your bills? When you look at your credit report, do you see many trade lines that might say eh, close never late or open never late or do you see 30 days 90 days 60 days your potential employers are looking at those things so it's really very important so what is your credit reputation your credit reputation is made up of several components and the first component is your credit history which is just the continuing record of your credit usage and repayments of debt. It also is made up of your credit report. Your credit report is the information compiled of your credit history, a credit bureau uh, from merchants, utility companies, banks, court records, as well as um, the other creditors about your payment history and that is your revolving credit as well as your installment credit revolving credit is credit that you can continue to charge over and over again like on your credit card and installment Mm -hmm. credit is the credit from like your home or your car it's just you borrowed a lump sum of money and you're paying it back consistently until you pay it off it also is made up of your credit score And your credit score is a statistical measurement that's used to rate you 
based mm-hmm. upon various factors. And there are five factors that are relevant to credit worthiness and your likelihood of repayment. And this number summarizes right. your credit risk. And it's used by lenders to assess the odds that you'll become delinquent and repaying your debts within the next two years. And it's a snapshot of your credit report at or on a particular point in time. So at the time that you're applying for whatever credit, it takes a snapshot mm-hmm. um, of that. And and basically, so here's this person's credit reputation at this point in time. Are they likely to repay? Are they right. likely to become delinquent? And that is your credit reputation, as I said earlier, going before you for you because you don't have an opportunity in most of these situations to say, yeah, but I know that's the number, but there are certain <laughs> situations where you can write a letter of explanation and maybe they might make, you know, change their decision. But most times you don't that if they see what they see, they make the decision. Yes or no. And you need to protect your credit reputation. And when we think about they see what they see, what they're looking at are five C's of credit. And those are, the first one is your character. And it really speaks to, will you repay the debt? That's it. The second one is capital. Are you serious? Do you have some skin in the game? (laughs) That, that's that's what they're looking at. Do you have any assets to put toward this potential investment? And the third C is capacity. Can you repay it? Character said, will you repay it? Now capacity is, can you repay it? You think about your debt to income ratio. We talked about those in a previous episode. Now, the fourth C is collateral. Is it secure? If it's a secured debt, it gives a lender a little assurance to know that if a problem comes up and the person defaults, at least they will have whatever it is you use as collateral to secure the debt. And the fifth C is the conditions. How will you use the credit if it is extended to you? How are you going to use it? Go (laughs) spend it wisely. Revolving or installation. (laughs) <laughs> right mm-hmm. exactly is it a signature loan mm-hmm. is it credit being extended for a car loan or home improvement loan how are you going to use it what are the conditions those are the five c's of credit very simply character capital capacity collateral and conditions another thing to realize is that there are a lot of entities out there that will give you your credit score and yeah. so the number that we're going to talk about is going to be the FICO score. That is like the... It, it's the industry standard. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Credit Karma, your Discover... You know, there are a lot of entities that will pull a credit score, but it's almost like the, the social media algorithms. They're all <laughs> using their own version of an algorithm mm-hmm. to get that score. And it might not align with the same uh, scoring company that the lender is using correct for you so yes credit karma all that it might give you an idea of where you are but they're making a decision based upon the particular whether they're using fico whether they're using the vent vantage vantage 
Yeah. You have to ask the lender what they're using when they pull your score. For just ease, we're going to be referring to FICO. So Mm -hmm. a traditional FICO score range is between 300 to 850. If it's under 600, that's considered not so good or non-prime or subprime. And you might not have access to favorable interest rates or terms. Prime or good is between 620 and 720. And you mm-hmm. could, should get reasonable or good rates and terms. And then super prime or excellent is yeah. between 750 and 850. And these are the people who get the best rates, the best returns. They don't require as much of a down payment typically. Mm-hmm. And this is spread across all types of lending institutions, whether you're talking about a car, uh, rent, it could be utilities. You know, people who have a higher credit score don't have to pay a deposit sometimes to get new utilities turned on. That's right. That's That's right. an example. When you think about your credit reputation and the range that Wes just explained, if you are under 349, you're pretty much credit invisible. You don't have any. There is no credit. Right. So let's talk about a little bit about how some of the mistakes that we make as it relates to our credit reputation and our credit. And if you think about it, if you remember when you were in school and you were tracking your your grade point average. <laughs> and so when you it seemed like when you got, you know, when your grades were good, when you're getting A's and B's, you saw your grade point average and it would just go up. It'll go up. But then as soon as you got that bad grade, as soon as you got a C or maybe <laughs> even a D, you saw how your grade average dropped and it was like, oh my gosh. And it seemed like it took work so hard or took so hard for you to, to build it back up. Like, so in order to build up, you had to get it. You had to get an A, you know, <laughs> to build it up, you know, from, it went from a, say a three, eight to a three, two, and you're Ooh. trying to get it back up to a three, eight. And it's like, oh my gosh, I got to keep getting four point O's in order That's to do right. that. That's, That's right. a little bit how your credit, that, that credit score works. So the score drops are greater for those with a higher credit score than those with a lower. Right. And, um, so let me just give you a quick example. So if your credit score was a 680, right? And you made one of these mistakes. So say you maxed out a credit card, then your score could drop at, with a score of 680, it could drop 10 to 30 points. Mm-hmm. But if you had a score of a 780, that same mistake maxing out your credit card, your score could drop 25 to 45 points. Right. Someone with a score of 680, if they became 30 days delinquent, their score could drop 60 to 100 points. Yes. Whereas somebody with a 780 score, their score could drop 90 to 110 points. Now, you know why they do this? I think that for those persons who have the higher credit FICO score, the expectations on you are greater. Yes. So when you make one of these mistakes, your score drops more than the person who had a lower score. And, you know, they were already thinking they were going to be kind of risky. So Mm -hmm. their expectation is a little different and their score won't drop quite as much. Right. And the two biggest things that affect your credit score is your payment history. Yeah. 
and the amount owed. So your balances. Mm-hmm. So when people are trying to maintain their credit score, build or rebuild their credit, how you pay is important and you want to pay on time. So if you, if paying on time requires you to pay the minimum balance, okay, yeah, that's cool. However, if paying that minimum balance is showing that you have basically maxed out your capacity, then that's not so cool. Mm -hmm. So you have to keep your capacity or the amount that you're borrowing against your credit limit at or below 30%. Because if not, it's going to look like you're overextended. That's right. These are the games that people play. That's right. But you have to be smart in the game so that you understand how everything affects and impacts. So out of those five C's that Willa mentioned, your payment history is 35%. The amount you owe is 30%. The type of credit, what you're buying is 10%. Mm -hmm. How long you've had the credit, that's 15%. Mm -hmm. And then new credit is 10%. So a lot of times we do, we focus on the wrong thing. And that's why we're sharing this. Yeah. What's most important, keeping your balances low and paying on time. And, and as Wes said, if you pay just the minimum, great. If you want to pay more, pay it before the term is over for the next payment due. But make sure. And if you can't do it or re- don't remember, uh, do it electronically. Schedule it so that at least the minimum payment will be paid. At least the minimum. That'll keep you from getting a late payment fee. Which yeah. just continues to add to the amount. So, yeah, do, make sure that you do that. Make sure you pay on time. If we can stress anything, pay on time and keep your total amount. Yep, they gave you $20,000 worth of credit, but they don't want you to charge $20,000 worth of credit. They hold it against you if you're over seven. They mm-hmm. hold it against you. 30%. That's the max that they want to see. Absolutely. Yeah. Be mindful of your debt limit. And that's exactly what Willa was talking about. You mu- you want to make sure that you do not overextend yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you are using your credit, especially when we're talking about credit cards, because you're trying to take advantage of the rewards and the points. And I get it because I do it. Yep. But mm-hmm. I pay my credit card off. My balance is off. Mm-hmm. By the statement at the end of the statement every month. Mm-hmm. If you start paying the minimum balance or lower than that, then that's when that interest is going to start kicking in. And the current interest rate environment right now, and all credit cards are variable interest accruing Double products. Digits. So as the interest rates are going up right now in this economic environment, mm-hmm. you're going to see that your credit card interest rate is going up. And so paying those minimum balances is not going to go as far into your principal as you as it once would have when the interest rate was lower. So another thing I want to add there, Wes, that you want to think about when you make a high dollar purchase, let's say you bought an airline ticket Mm -hmm. for four hundred dollars. Oftentimes your credit card holder will say, would you like to spread this out over five or six pays? Sure, you're going to be making a smaller payment, but watch to see if there's a fee attached to that. 
Yeah. Sometimes there are fees attached. Mm-hmm. You're going to pay for that airline ticket, but you're also going to pay for spreading it out, a penalty, a fee, and you are allowing your amounts owed to get potentially higher than 30%. Yes. I want to warn you of something else now that you mention it. Mm-hmm. If you are taking advantage of 0% or, or same as cash deals, Mm-hmm. For example, some of you might be in a position where you're looking to buy new furniture mm-hmm. or new appliances. And some of the specials that they have are, you know, pay this 12 months, no interest. <laughs> Same as cash. Yep. Same as cash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you do not pay that balance off <laughs> in 12 months, now hear me, if you oh, don't yeah. pay that balance off in 12 months, you're going to pay interest Mm-hmm. On what was borrowed, mm-hmm. and then interest on top of that. So, mm-hmm. the twelve months that you had to pay interest, that you didn't pay interest, they're going to add that twelve months of interest to the balance. And then, if you're making payments, then they're going to you're going to pay interest on top of that. Mm-hmm. That furniture, that appliance, whatever that item is, is going to become now very expensive. Yep. So, if you take advantage of these type of programs, 0% interest, same as cash. If you transfer balances from one credit card to another so that you can get a zero interest, make mm-hmm. sure that you pay that balance off within that time frame. So if it's 15, 18, 21, 24 months, however many months it is, you make sure that you pay that balance off. And one way that I've recommended that folk do if they want to take advantage of something like that is... If it's a 12 months, same as cash, divide the amount by 10 months mm, mm-hmm. and pay a tenth of it every month. In case you forget or something goes wrong, you still have a couple months to catch it up. But don't wait to the last and say, oh, I got to pay this $10,000 all at once. No, divide it up. And the other thing that they want to consider, as you were explaining, that interest will go back from day one point of sale. Interest starts accruing from the first day you walked out with that new furniture. If you don't pay it off on time, it goes all the way back. So just be mindful of those things. Little tricks that sometimes we have to come up with and use in order to take advantage of the points, take advantage of the time to be able to get the new furniture now and not have to wait for it. Right. But make sure that we structure our payments so that we can not be penalized and so that our amount owed doesn't exceed 30%. Exactly. You're taking advantage of leveraging. Mm-hmm. So I got a good name. I got a good reputation. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to keep my money in an interest-bearing <laughs> account. Yep. Use your money to purchase mm-hmm. the thing. Mm-hmm. And then take my time to pay it off so my money can earn interest. So, cause I already have the money to pay it off. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is leveraging. Mm-hmm. Leveraging is not buying something that you can't afford. And then you <laughs> don't get to the point where you pay it off or you get into this interest accumulating, compounding interest against you. 
not for you. Mm-hmm. So I know that we hear a lot of different concepts. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna leverage. I'm gonna use their money. I'm gonna yeah, but I'm using their money because I have it already. I'm just choosing when I'm going to release mine. That's right. That's so right. We had some projects that we that we did where we leveraged our credit mm-hmm. to get the projects done. We put the project on our credit card, although mm-hmm. we had the money in the bank. But we wanted our money to stay in the bank, stay in our money market, uh, to con- to continue to accumulate. Mm-hmm. And then we then paid it off as we saw. Yeah. As we as saw. As it benefited it. you. Yeah. Right. And I, and, I, I don't, and I I said my credit card, but I meant um, we had a Your line of credit. Account. Yeah, line we had a line of credit. credit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, I said a little earlier that we just bought a car. We had to make a decision. Do you go and pull money out the bank or do you get a zero interest loan or do you get a regular new car loan? The car was a used car, certified, da da da, but it was a 2015. And so we were not able to identify a zero interest loan that would pay mm-hmm. 2015. Mm-hmm. That was too old. It's got to be new. And then it became, well, now how do we do this? I'll put it on my credit card and I'll pay it off. That way I know I'll go ahead on and I'll just snatch the money. I'll pay. At least I'll get the points Mm -hmm. (laughs) because you got the money. You just pay it. Well, the credit card wanted me to pay 2%, 4%. I don't know. I I wasn't doing it. Mm Mm-mm. So I'm like, okay, how are we going to do this? So you have to sit down and strategically see what you need to do. Do you want to take money out the bank? Do you want to just say, yeah, I can hold up for a little bit or let's renegotiate these terms. Let's Mm -hmm. see what we can do. And those are the things that you do when you have a good credit reputation. Absolutely. When you have that excellent score between 720 and 850, when you have that, then you can have those conversations. Yes. And you can walk out of wherever, the dealership, the store, however you want. Right. Exactly. What you want. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about some best practices. Is that cool? Let's do that. All right. So set your own debt limit. Now, I know we talked about the 30%, but if 30% make, makes you feel overextended or you feel stressed having that much of a balance, make it 10%. I, yeah. this, I, we will not owe more than 10% of the balance mm-hmm. on our credit mm-hmm. cards. That's your mm-hmm. debt limit. Don't go, don't, don't go beyond that. Mm-hmm. Pay on time. Always. Um, we talked about one of the co- one of the components of the five C's are, were the types of credit. Yeah. So credit card is one type because it's revolving. And then install- installment loans are another type, as well as things like your utilities that report, your cell phones, all that reports. And in some instances where you who you rent from, they yeah. report. They're so as well. those are called active trade lines. So it's good to have three active trade lines of credit so they can see the various types of credit that you are managing. Gives you diversity with yes. your credit. Yes. It makes you look like you're kind of spread out and you're doing a few different things. Another best practice, keep your balances low. Mm-hmm. It's always good not to carry the debt. Mm-hmm. Another one would be 
And we get asked this question often. We do. About whether or not you should close all accounts that are in good standing. Don't close the old accounts in good standing because they help to show the length of your credit value. Yeah. A lot of people got mad because when they went to college and they got that pizza <laughs> and that first credit card and that T-shirt and they charged $300 and ended up paying $700 to get that. that <laughs> like, get it. I'm going to close. Well, if you had just left it open, paid it, and then used it using best credit use practices, that would have given you some years. And that looks positive to the uh, credit bureaus and positive to the calculation of your credit score because Mm -hmm. the length of your credit, remember, 15%. Yeah. Okay. Inquire carefully. Yeah. So what do we mean? Soft inquiries are when a lender, you know how you get the pre-approval letters in your mail? You've been pre-approved for this card. (laughs) You've been pre-approved for that. Mm -hmm. Those are soft inquiries, meaning you did not initiate it. Mm -hmm. A hard inquiry is when you are initiating something. Mm -hmm. So if you know that you're getting ready to purchase a car, buy a house, something major that you're going to need to do with your credit, don't open up a credit, a line, don't open up a credit card at the (laughs) furniture store you know before buying the house because that's Mm going to show a hit it's going to reduce it's going to show increased capacity increased Mm -hmm. potential and it could lower your credit score before you get ready to buy the house or before you get ready to do the thing that you're getting ready to do so be very mindful however if you are shopping around you're getting ready to buy a house so you are talking to different lenders and they're running your credit score they can see the commonality of that and they know that that's what you're doing so that doesn't hurt you as much as something totally different and now you're trying to do this thing mm-hmm. does that make sense did that did that flow no it, it it does okay. it does because you have a, a specific yeah. period of time mm-hmm. and it changes when you can go to the dealership or you can go to the mortgage company you're doing they know you're shopping a car you want the best rate. So people are going to be tapping, tapping. Same thing with your your mortgage. But one thing that you said that I wanted to add to about soft credit inquiries, mm-hmm. your current credit card companies will oftentimes run inquiries on you to see how you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I know how folks who have... They, yeah, they do. They, <laughs> they Well, yeah, they're... Being doing their due diligence. I know people who have had good credit standing, paying their bills, but then there was a failure in one place. Mm. And some of the accounts that were in good standing, there was some uh, rolling back of um, credit limits. Mm. There was some calls hey is everything okay everything going right and you're asking yourself why are they calling me (laughs) why are they calling me because they saw that on that creditor over there Mm -hmm. for whatever reason you did not pay there it could be a dispute it could be a problem you're having with that creditor and you just chose well no i'm not going to do that this much until we work this thing out yeah but it might impact your other places so just know that your current creditors 
will oftentimes mm-hmm. inquire to see your solvency, see mm-hmm. where you are, what's going on with you, even though you might still be paying them on time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the last thing that I will say is check your mindset. Yeah. Again, credit is an asset and your credit reputation is important. But if you have the wrong mindset about credit, that's how you can get yourself in trouble and get and fall into the pit. Mm-hmm. The, your credit is not access for you to pay for things that you know you can't afford. It's not free money. It's not limit. free money. No. It's mm-hmm. not. And I know, I know you know this. Yeah. But I just, just in good conscience, I just want to just put that seed out there as a reminder. Yeah. Have the right mindset as it relates to credit when you're using it. It can be an asset. It can be used for leverage. Mm-hmm. And it's not bad. Yeah, it can be a positive. It can be. It's definitely a positive. Um, but you know your tendencies. You mm-hmm. know your mindset. And if you have a tendency to get over indebted, get over extended, then, no, then you might have to have some stricter boundaries on you as it relates to credit and how you use it. So it's again, we always say personal finance is personal. I'm not going to make a blanket statement and say, you know, credit is bad and cash is good because that's not the case for everybody. That's right. It's just not the case for everybody. And again, like I said, we 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 were like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we do have an understanding and I, and, and I want to be real authentic and genuine and I'm not going to be using my credit card responsibly and then be telling my clients that they can't. I, I make recommendations based upon the behaviors that you present and what's best for you and what's going to help you reach your goals. So, well, you know what? In all transparency, yes, we were like, how can credit be? But I have two credit cards. One, because I get free airline <laughs> check bags, literally. Mm-hmm. So travel stuff goes on that card. That's it. Right. But that saves me 60 to 120 to uh, even if it's both my husband and me and we both check it back. That's $240 a trip. Oh, and yes. I get hotels. Oh, my, yeah. Mine is hotel rewards. I don't very no. rarely do I pay for my hotel visits. <laughs> that's right. With that second card, that's the one we've had the longest. And it, you're right. It is a hotel card. And I was just at... <laughs> At one of the hotels last week. Oh, thank you so much for the titanium. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. just just don't charge me nothing. That's all I care about, you know. But you can use those. So yes, you can use the reward cards. You can use the points. You can use those things. But use them wisely. Use them to benefit you. Use them so that you'll be able to save and maintain a good credit reputation. And you can do that. And so. There is life after debt. Yes. Been there, done that. If I, I'm a living testimony that there is definitely life after debt. So oh, if yeah. you are in a position where, for whatever reason, your credit reputation has been scarred or marked or negative or is negatively impacting you, it's okay. Mm-hmm. You'll get through it. Yeah. You'll get that debt paid off and you'll be able to rebuild again. It's going to take some time. It will take time. It took it took me some time to get mine straightened out. But once I got my credit straightened out and I also changed my mindset about credit, mm. I'm able to use credit 
as as it's purposed. And like we always say, if you don't know the purpose of a tool, the chances of you misusing it is always going to be great. That's right. So understand the purpose of credit. Use the tool as it's intended and you should be fine. So you can have life after debt. (laughs) And I think I just want to make one more comment before we sign off. And that is you have got to know your credit report. Pull the thing. Look at it because you're doing all the work keeping your credit in order, making sure that your reputation is great, but somebody recorded the wrong thing on your report. So you need to take a look at it. You need to dispute anything that is not correct because they have a responsibility to address that dispute. So continue to do the work, continue keeping your credit and a positive reputation. Continue to keeping your score up and providing access to yourself. But as you're doing that, monitor. They monitoring you, you monitor yourself. And I love what you said there. You're right, because you have the power to do it. You don't have yep. to hire a quote-unquote credit repair company Mm-mm. to do that for you. It's just going to take some time. So you can sit down, you can write the letters, you can do everything online, you can communicate with them, you can follow up, you can do it yourself. You are empowered to do it and have the authority to do it yourself. And if you need a sample letter Mm -hmm. to send as a dispute, let us know. Email us. We'll provide samples for you. Not a problem at all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Info at mytfcoach.com. And we would definitely send you the samples, a template that you can use. Yes, this has been really a wonderful opportunity to share how we have learned how to manage credit and manage it positively. So we're glad that we got a chance to share that with you today. We feel like we're speaking to our younger self, right? So we're your financial auntie and big sister. We're your wealth partners because we want to help you not fall into the same pitfalls that hindered our growth early and on our financial journey. Mm -hmm. And so our end goal for you is always financial transformation and financial success with fulfillment and wealth on your terms. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we pray that what was shared today continues to help you as you manage your money confidently. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at MyTFCoach. Bye for now and continue to live abundantly under the double protection of wealth and wisdom. Putting God first as you manage money confidently Live life purposefully and build wealth intentionally.